0: Are you ready? Can we do this? Man, I've been ready. I was born ready, you know what I'm saying? I do not. That's what people say. I don't know dick shit about uh, theater. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Clayton. Guess what? Uh, What? We're back. Yeah, we are. For another
1: episode of Adult Harder. One of my favorite shows in the entire world it might be my top 20 shows I it's in there somewhere love it it's pretty good yeah i find yeah. it to
0: be definitely quite decent
1: yes <laughs> definitely not the worst podcast i've ever heard i'll tell you
0: that no, that's fair
1: <laughs> today guess what we're talking about
0: um i'll be honest with you i did not pay attention when you were talking about what we were talking about earlier mm-hmm, that so sounds I have right no idea i have no clue makes a lot of sense what is it
1: that blank look on your face that i constantly see when i say words yeah now it's all coming together yeah today we're talking about something that i would consider pretty important okay and it is <laughs> this <So laughs> today we're going to talk about the importance of culture
0: Ooh, all right all right i mean you know what i'm back in I, I, yeah I, you like I, it I, you I d- lean into culture I, I dig a little culture now all and right then. now and then
1: yeah because i think it's time for uh, you know when you're an adult yep you know what it's time to get some goddamn culture it's important it is very important yep why is it important, Ryan? Well, I mean, here's the thing:
0: as an adult, sure, right? You want to make sure that you are a, a well-rounded individual, right? Mm-hmm, you you mm-hmm, have mm-hmm. you have a, a you are able to take in all types of of art and all kinds of experiences. Uh, I think it's important. Um, you know, I mean, listen, I like TV as much as the next guy or gal, mm-hmm. movies, things like that. Sure. But sometimes you need to go beyond that and get into things um that
1: are you know uh, a little more artistic i think so too and you know we think about um when we think about the arts in terms of let's say our college classes and programs mm. in the colleges they call the arts the humanities sure also outside of colleges they call it the humanities but we, right. that's where we hear it a lot right the humanities are um, literary arts performing arts all these and that word humanities isn't given to those things by mistake yep. because that human element is super important so we can learn, it's important to learn about science, technology, math, you know, that E word. Engineering. Engineering. Thing. <laughs> yep, STEM is important. But also, STEAM is also important. STEAM is also important, right? You add that A in yeah, there. Steal, did I steal that from you? <laughs> yes. <It's>, well, <laughs> if you add an A into STEM, you get STEAM. And the A is for arts. Now it's STEAM. And pretend like I said it, not yeah. Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> arts are important because they connect us to what makes us human. In a lot of ways. Yep. And uh, you know what happens if you're not connected to what makes people human? You do crazy, unfortunate, terrible things. Come on, you become a serial killer. Now there it is. And yeah. that has been proven yep. in a laboratory time and time again.
0: Yeah, I think we've yeah, I think
1: we probably proven it a few times too. Yep, definitely. So yeah. don't be a serial killer. Instead, mm-hmm. get some culture. Yep. Now, one of the challenges with tackling culture and getting some goddamn culture from a podcast perspective <laughs> <laughs> is that their uh, culture is a pretty big umbrella. Oh boy! Is Lots it? of stuff It's under culture. Yeah, performing arts. Yeah, visual arts. Yeah, literary arts. Yeah, other arts. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Various <laughs> types lot. of arts. Various. There are <laughs> yeah. even more various types of arts. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fashion. Oh, could be culture. Fashion. You know what I'm yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. Television and film and all that stuff. Yeah. Could what? Culture. One
0: could argue that uh, podcasting is an art form.
1: Well, it, clearly, when we do it. Well, yeah. Obviously. So, what we decided to do here, rather than do one episode where we just say, hey, here's why culture is important. Here's how to do it. Yeah. We are going to actually break this idea of getting some goddamn culture up into a few different episodes. And they're not going to be all in a row. We'll spread them out over the next, you know, year, two years, whatever. We got time. We're not going anywhere. <laughs> nope. Fingers crossed. We're here. I think. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, but we're <laughs> here. Uh, so today we're going to focus on one area of culture. You know what that is, Ryan? Uh, no. Again, I was not paying attention earlier. Oh, I, right. Did right, you right, forget that? Right. I did forget about that part. I, 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 that was part. Paying I wasn't attention. paying attention when you said you weren't paying attention. <laughs> oh, that's fair. So today we're focusing on um, getting some culture in terms of theater. Oh. Theater. Oh, you know oh, yes, what's the theater? Uh,
0: I've, I've been to a theater before. Have
1: you? Yeah, I saw... What did uh, you see at a theater? I saw uh, Stephen King's It. Mm-hmm. Good one, right? Well, I'm glad you brought that up, Ryan, because <laughs> that's not the kind of theater we're going to talk about today. What? Now, you did go to a theater to see that thing. That's true. true. Yeah. But we're talking about live theater. Oh. Stage performances. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Musicals. All right. Oh! drama yep comedies Ooh. really bad plays yeah. that people write and then get their friends to put up money for <laughs> you know it's all theater it's all culture that's fair yeah so that's what we're talking about today we're talking about theater I think we should start off with talking about why theater is important and I have some thoughts on this I have some thoughts about why theater specifically is important okay um here's one we already talked about the human aspect of culture at large and the arts at large, yeah. but theater and live arts in general, so you know, this might be true for music and other things that are live too, but theater is really, it um, It helps us, I think, with self-expression. Yeah, you know, If we are involved in the art of creating theater, it's all about self-expression, whether you're the writer or whether you are one of the actors or if you're the director or if you are working behind the scenes in the lighting, you are expressing your vision for something, right? And it's really important, I think, for us to be able to share with people what we think and how we feel and how we see the world, because you know what happens if we don't do that? Mm. we become serial killers oh i you know what i remember us talking about that and that's true okay
0: um yeah i mean you know it's interesting um when i think of self-expression i am of course often thinking only about the either the people that are acting in the actual performance or perhaps the individuals uh maybe those folks who wrote the actual play or something like that um uh but yeah it actually goes into everything right so the The folks who are working behind the scenes and doing the lighting and all of that kind of stuff yeah that's uh, that's a good point because um, that you know we we have to remember that these individuals are also artists right They're they're actually there's an art form here um, at work and and they're expressing themselves. so
1: that's that's uh, you know I hadn't thought about it that way and that's that's interesting so self expression is really good self knowledge kind of ties in with that you know like expressing ourselves helps us to understand who we are as individuals better sure and theater helps us when we see other people's expressions. It helps us understand the rest of humanity better. And let me tell you this: mm. I don't think we'll ever get to a point where we understand other people in the world too well. <laughs> we nah. don't seem to be going on that trajectory.
0: No, no. Uh, sometimes, occasionally, in the in the exact opposite direction. Yes. In fact yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, one of the other things I think makes theater great as a cultural expression is that uh, it's educational on a lot of different platforms. And I know we're like education i don't come to this podcast (laughs) to get educated there goes the college professor's professors talking again Uh, (laughs) Uh, gross (laughs) but i mean think about we learn about history in theater Mm -hmm. uh you heard of a show called hamilton ryan i have man oh man talk about stylized uh presentation of real history yeah so good right i learned a lot through hamilton you know and that and that's and that's I mean,
0: that's really what it's all about: is being able to go into something and and see something like 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 Hamilton, which I have not had the chance to to see yet, but oh, I but so I will, good. um and and learn something in a completely different way, right? A completely different way than, than normal, right? We've all sat through history classes with some you jackass know, we're, we're up there, reading, boring. Oh God, reading from a book and talking mm. on and on and on. You know, this is a whole different way to to learn about uh, something that's particularly important. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And you know what I learned? Mm. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Not just some guy from the $1 bill. Oh, kidoki. <laughs> <laughs> education can be hard. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> um, and of course, history is not the only uh, area of education that we get from going to see theater. It depends on the show and depends on, you know, all sorts of things, but we get educated. We learn things. Um, we also know that uh, theater is rooted really in social change in a lot of ways. Like these are social expressions. Uh, theater has a really long, strong history with the idea of speaking out against social injustice yeah what we see as wrongdoings not of course not every play or performance is about that but it's a it's a pretty common theme and i think it's important even if you maybe don't agree necessarily with whatever uh with whatever platform is being shared i don't think it ever hurts to hear another point of view and then think about it and talk about it and by that of course i mean when you hear someone say something you don't agree with you should definitely yell at them and go on facebook and <laughs> right. talk to your echo right. chamber about uh, how yes. you're right and they're
0: wrong, right and, and then probably go in and, and try to have them shut down in some way and oh, kill definitely. off their sponsorships oh and that yeah. Sort of thing. That's Ooh, important yeah close to do. it down yeah why not you uh, know
1: and a great example of that in the theater world i think is um this summer I don't, know, I don't know if you saw these news stories right the public theater in new york they do their shakespeare in the Park in Central park and they had a production of julius caesar and uh, you know julius caesar is a pretty subversive play yeah so even in william shakespeare's time you know we were working on theater that was a little social cause injustice uh shouting out against injustice yep and it is a subversive play and in this particular production they modernized it and they you know made it very clear that the caesar role was someone who's very donald trump like and his wife was very melania like right um right it was very political and it was updated. And I saw this production Did before you? it became a big hullabaloo. <laughs> right. It was all over the news. So you guys probably all saw the the fallout. Yep. I saw this production um, in previews and I loved it. Right, And you see it and it's um, in some ways it kind of makes you uncomfortable because you're watching this and it's a little too real. you know. Because sure. there's a lot of what they bring up. But um, what I thought was so interesting about that was you see it and you register it and you're like, wow, it's really interesting. I'm thinking about this a lot then some pundit gets a hold of it and they say oh they've made donald trump julius caesar wherever and i the only thing i know about julius caesar the play uh, is that everyone goes up and murders him right, at the end right, right. and then of there's a whole uproar about it um but what they miss because maybe they haven't read julius caesar <laughs> or seen julius caesar or <laughs> right. studied julius caesar is right. that um the play really takes both sides of things yeah you know caesar is presented in some aspects as kind of a terrible tyrant but also he's also got some heroic qualities happening. Sure. And the whole thing is the people who kill him are not the heroes of this play. Right. Right. So, um but things get political and it it doesn't you know doesn't
0: matter and and again you know and that's one of the things is you know i think a lot of us i I think most people probably read caesar i would assume if you didn't read it you you definitely saw it i would think in an english class probably in eighth grade ninth grade something like that something right there yeah i
1: think when i taught high school i taught uh, julius caesar in uh, i think uh, sophomore year okay sophomores.
0: yeah um so you know uh it's been a while right maybe maybe you haven't seen it or read it since then or 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 you know whatever um so yeah i mean it's important to to sort of keep these things in mind um as as you uh uh read about them on your facebook and yeah and your twitter connect
1: these stories to what's happening in real life it helps us understand the source material better too and so tying this all back in it helps me understand that oh this really is a politically subversive play even from the 1500s 1600s right um so it's always been tied in so the point of that is uh social justice has always been a big theme for a lot of artists performing artists um as well as every other kind of artist there is so um theater helps us experience that you know what mm. can't say enough good things about theater amen this is all very heady you know what? let's get back to the fun stuff yeah right how do you spell the word theater uh
0: i don't know t-h-e-a-t-e-r
1: that's a way to spell it? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I saw It. Yeah, you saw I it in the, the theater. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people spell theater T-H-E-A-T-R-E. No, that's wrong. It's I don't, It's so huge. It a, seems wrong. This is a debate. Yeah. Right? First of all, if you're British, it's definitely not wrong. <laughs> right. Maybe Canadian. I don't know. They probably spell it an well, R. Oh, they spell color
0: weird and favorite uh, weird. Somebody use used everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we see theater as performing arts theater. Sometimes we see it as T-H-E-A-T-R-E. And sometimes we see it as T E R, right? Theater. Um, You know what? Yeah. The difference between those two? Do you know what it is? Where the R and the E are? Exactly. It's really (laughs) nothing more than that. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you you had something better for us. I don't Uh, really. I'm stealing uh, all your jokes today. (laughs) Usually, yeah. I need a new co host. (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, theater with an R-E is yeah. what people, I think, like to use in the industry because it, it feels right. elevated because it's so British. Yes, it's theater. Uh, theater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you go to the theater today? <laughs> nope. Oh, you went to that fucking movie theater? <laughs> oh, that's stupid. <laughs> that's right. how
0: you talk. That's how you sound. Yeah, Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Um,
1: no. But there's no real difference. But um, I, I like how it was explained to me by someone um, that I used to know who said... Well, I, I know I still know this person. I just I just haven't seen him in a long time. Gautier song just then, now. <laughs> before he was murdered, <laughs> right. Tim Buckeye, my old theater teacher in high school, told me that uh, he liked to think of it as theater with an Ari is sort of the idea of live theater, and hmm. theater with an ER is the building where or the location where theater is performed. Interesting. Which okay. Is it technically
0: true? Sure, sure, sure. But I
1: like that idea a lot. No, that's, that, I think that's an interesting way of, yeah. of describing it. Sure. So, but the point for our listeners is it doesn't matter how you spell it, right? Theater or theater. But if you want to look like you know like what you're talking about and you're super fancy, yeah, throw an R.E. in there. Yeah. Can't yeah. go wrong, right? Theater. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm, yes. Yes. Ryan, mm. let's say, you know what? I'm a millennial. I know it's time to get some goddamn culture. Yeah. I think I'm ready to find some theater. Make it happen. Where do I find that? Uh, oh, New York. Ooh, New York's a good one. All right, let's all go. Okay. All right, you got the Bye, money. Bye, everybody. I hope you got the money to go. <laughs> um, you can definitely find a lot of theater in New York. Obviously, that's where Broadway is. If you don't know what Broadway is, that seems like a seems confusing. <laughs> I will say that. Uh, but you know, we're going to talk to uh, we're going to talk to someone later in this show, Ryan, yes. who actually is a former Broadway actress really? and dancer. Really? Can you believe? Can I say for a second the level of guests that we are already getting on this podcast? Through the roof
0: I know I mean you know uh, We have a great
1: agent Who who
0: really hooks us up With some of just The sure very do. best just, people They are, are, they, are just, they are booking people Left and great. right Everywhere
1: Ooh. Yeah So we're going to have Erin uh, Crouch is going to come on She uh, performed on Broadway um, And she performed On some national tours For Broadway tours Alright She's going to come tell us About Broadway So New York is definitely A great place to find theater And of course There's more than just Broadway Off Broadway And off off Broadway And off 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 Broadway And I assume off 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 Broadway It's at Tallahassee? It's Tallahassee Florida, and uh, Aaron will tell us about uh, about the differences between those things. Um, but you know what I've learned in my life? So many things. Many things. <laughs> that's right. And one of them is that theater is not too hard to find. That's fair. The yeah. quality may range mm. quite a bit. Sure. Right? Um, if you go to Broadway in New York or any Broadway tour coming through a big city close to you, you're going to see high level theater yeah. high level acting dancing singing directing set design costume design everything but you can also find a lot of other really good theater that maybe not quite at that level yeah but you can find theater around us now we are lucky enough to live in chicago which is a huge theater city yeah we've got you know, we've, we've got, got, got tons of options tons of options Definitely. Uh, my guess is though wherever our listeners are i bet they don't have to drive too far to find someone performing a live performance no it's like true I,
0: I bet if you if you have any kind of first of all if you have any kind of uh, downtown area i'm sure yep. there's something going on there but it doesn't even have to be downtown i mean you know it's not going to be broadway it's not going to be tallahassee off 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 off, <laughs> off but you know i mean there are there are high schools there are performing arts high schools there are um colleges that will put things together uh that that have theater programs um yeah i mean there are options out there that you can you can make this work absolutely
1: um and you know even i think about my own life i'm from you know a pretty small town in missouri washington missouri which is the corn cob pipe capital of the world is that true it is true i've never seen you i've never seen you with a corn cob pipe i don't you know, I don't like to I don't to brag about it. I don't uh, like to make people feel uncomfortable that I'm from the corncob type <laughs> capital and they're not. But it is. Uh, so, but it's a very small rural town on the Missouri River. Great snowman. Missouri. Yeah. The corncob. Except but. we don't have the top hat well, capital of the world. It's fine. Well. Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, even from this small town, um, there's a really great. There are a couple of really great um, small theater troupes in that group. One of them is Riverside Players, hmm. and they do a few shows a year. And they've been going uh, for almost ten years now. Wow! And you know, so you can live in a really small rural town in the middle of Missouri and still see some theater and see some really good theater. Yeah. You know? um, I'm in.
0: I you yeah. know, and, and, and you know, and that's again what's what's so great about um about arts about culture about you know um theater uh is you can go to uh, a performance in this like small town in the middle of nowhere and you can see this performance and then you can go and you can see the same performance maybe you get yourself to uh to a bigger city or to sure. uh, you know one of your downtown areas or something like that and you see it that way and you can start to then you compare the different and you yeah. can see oh look at these people are that have I been working at it for that. years so cool. i've done yeah. it before yeah it's not a bad yeah right, uh,
1: you know right let's 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 stop for a second we're talking about Broadway and Off Broadway and local and regional and all. It's quite very frankly, confusing. yeah, I was going to say quite frankly, I'm a little confused. Uh, I feel like we need an expert. Oh, if only we had an expert waiting in the wings. Uh, if only we had someone who had like performed on Broadway, but also on tours and also at small ooh, theaters. Ooh, ooh. Uh, you're raising your hand. Yes, I guess, yes, Ryan.
0: Uh, what
1: about Aaron? Oh shit, we have Aaron. Yes. Oh, Aaron. Oh, you know what? Great idea. All right, let's throw this over to. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk to Aaron. All right, I'm ready. All right, here we go. All right, I am in the studio with Aaron Crouch, Broadway professional. Aaron, thank you so much for joining us on Adult Harder.
2: My pleasure. I love the show. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan. Great.
1: I'm glad to hear it. That's why we have you on. You know what? You can come back.
2: Haha! <laughs> I, I can't wait.
1: Great. Uh,
2: so-, so I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh no, I shouldn't come back later. I should just stay here now and come back another time.
1: I know I'm I not know. good at interviews, but I thought I could at least make one last at 10 this is Alright, look. Starting over. No, start, start over. Erin, welcome to the studio.
2: Hi, thanks. Hi,
1: you're welcome. Uh, look, so here's the deal. Ryan and I have talked ourselves into circles, and we are very confused about this whole theater thing. Mm-hmm. This week we're talking about getting cultured, specifically with theater, and we started talking about the difference between Broadway and off-Broadway and off-off-Broadway and regional and local and to be honest we don't really know a whole lot about that so we need an expert and we thought you might be able to point us in the right direction is that accurate
2: that is very accurate thank god
1: okay so just before we get started give me some of your uh, give me some of your credits how do we know that you're really a broadway professional uh well i've
2: spent well over 10 years in the theater community as a professional which means i qualify professional as when i joined the union The Actors' Equity Association, I became a professional. So that was in 2000, 2000 actually, when I joined the union. So that was quite a long time ago. Much more than 10 years.
1: Sure is.
2: (laughs) I like to say 10 years plus, because then it starts to get overwhelming. You're as good at math as I am. So I got my equity card, meaning I joined the union um, at a regional theater in California, and then a few years later, I joined a Broadway production. So in New York City, on Broadway, I joined the production of 42nd Street, the revival of the big smash uh. hit musical. And since then, I've done national tours. I've done regional theater performances all over the country. And I've also done work on the other side of the table, as we like to say, which is more on the production side as a director's assistant, a choreographer's assistant, as well as a casting
1: associate. Have you worked with any uh, any big names that we would know? You can drop some names here for us.
2: Um, I mean, for Chicago fans, I've worked with the uh, the one and only David Cromer, who is a MacArthur Genius Ooh. Grant recipient. So I've worked uh, I've worked for Susan Stroman. I worked on the producers, not only the national tour but the movie of the producers. Ah. So um, that's where I came most in connection with Susan Stroman because by the time I did the producers, she was had moved on to other things and. You know, it was all being worked on by her underlings, but...
1: I hear you also had a little bit of a uh, a scene in a movie with Iron Man.
2: Oh, that's right. I did. Robert
1: Downey Jr. I sure
2: did. I met Robert Downey Jr. and I walked down a hallway with him.
1: Very impressive. I have never walked down any hallways with Robert Downey Jr.
2: He's kind of short.
1: Yeah. It would be very hilarious if I did. Yeah. I'm very tall. You're very tall. Uh, Okay. So, you have good reason to be here. You've seen all sides of the theater world. This is going to be great. Um... Off-Off-Broadway is a real thing, right? Absolutely. It's a very real thing. What is that?
2: It's usually something more experimental. It's usually something in a very small theater space, 99 seats or less. Okay. Um, and uh, the budget is going to be lower. So it, I think that's kind of the main things that I would say delineate. Budget, it... size of the theater space.
1: Okay. Does it Will it be in New York still? Yeah. Does it have to be in New York to be off-off-Broadway?
2: Yeah, I would say so. Okay. Because anything other than that we call regional theater. And you know, all of these terms are based on a very, very you know, um, self-centered way of talking about things, <laughs> which is we're you know the New York City theater elite, and so everything else is in the regions, as they say, and off-Broadway, Broadway, off-off-Broadway, off, off Broadway, that's theater that happens in New York City.
1: This is a great segue because the next question is, "What is regional theater?"
2: Ah, regional theater is theater that happens in the regions.
1: <laughs> ah, great, nailed it.
2: <laughs> so, regional again, like if you were living in Chicago, you wouldn't call the shows that happen at the Goodman Theater regional theater. Probably, right. you wouldn't say that. I about would your, say
1: I would say theater.
2: You would say theater. Yeah. But in New York, we would say regional theater because that's a good indication to someone that you did a professional production but that was not in New York City. Um, So there's a contract called the LORT, League of Resident Theaters, that usually applies to regional theaters, although there are LORT contracts in Manhattan, so it's all very confusing. It's
1: very confusing. regional
2: theater, we, we use as a term in New York City theater community, we use it as a term to describe quality professional productions that happen in... Places not New York okay, City, because I
1: know that the Goodman Theater, for example, has won a regional Tony Award. Perfect. So, according to the Tony Association, which yeah. I'm sure has a real name, that is not the Tony Association, the, the American, American Theater, theater Wing. Wing, yeah, the American Theater Wing, um, designates Goodman Theater as a regional theater, and they say Correct. you're doing a great job out there in the regions. You have this award, right? Okay.
2: I mean, I think technically, regional theater can be any professional theater outside of New York City.
1: Um you said something really important just a second ago that um regional theaters are the professional theaters outside of this. So what is a professional theater versus a, what amateur theater?
2: Yeah, you can have you can have professional theater which again some of this is you know gray or not necessarily defined by any sort of rule necessarily, but as someone who's been working in professional theater for 20 years, what I would say a regional theater is or what a professional theater is is a theater that employs union members so union actors it doesn't have to be a hundred percent of the cast is union i would say you know maybe half or even 30 40 percent of the cast being equity members makes it to me a professional theater probably your crew sometimes your crew is also union but it also depends on where you are and then you have something called community theater which would be probably a place where they rehearse only in the evenings where it's really just members of the community getting definitely not professionals
1: stage. like in terms of union membership just yeah. people who live there who are interested in this kind of hobbyists maybe
2: correct maybe some retired professionals Ooh, yeah, performing okay. in the community theater okay uh volunteer basis completely not for profit for sure most of these theaters are going to be not for profit until you get to broadway
1: um okay so that clears it up and it also makes me feel better about not being clear on it initially because it still sounds a little confusing like there's a lot of gray areas and a lot of sure you know okay thank god i'm not as off-base as i thought i was ryan was terrible at this but i'm okay something else ryan and i are trying to get at is no matter where you live, you can probably find theater close to you, right? Correct. Doesn't, you know, the scale may be different, but there's going to be something going on. So we know that if you go to Broadway, you're going to see quality show, right? Even if it's not your favorite show, you're going to see high production value, right? Sure. You Okay, you're giving me a look that says maybe not.
2: Well, I mean, Broadway <laughs> is an extremely expensive place to produce a show. So while you're going to get some of the best shows in the country on Broadway you are also going to get some maybe not so good shows that just happen to have some really rich people behind them that they think may be a commercial success. There's a lot of flops that happen on Broadway. Yeah, the production value probably is really high, but I've seen some very, very bad stuff on Broadway, and I've seen some very amazing, wonderful things in teeny, tiny little theaters. I guess that's true.
1: I did not see it, but I think a lot of us probably have heard of the horror story that was Spider-Man the musical.
2: Yeah, I did not see that either. My favorite flop that I ever saw was Dance of the Vampires, starring (sighs) Michael Crawford, the original Phantom of the Opera. It was, it was the best kind of flop to see, especially on Broadway. Super high production value, like lasers and fog and mm. amazing. And flying. wait, lasers and
1: fog and vampires?
2: Lasers, fog, vampires, flying. Like your credibility it was, has suddenly
1: gone to zero because there is no way this show was not the best thing that's ever happened in Broadway theater.
2: And the music, the script, and the music and the lyrics were so <laughs> atrocious that it was entertaining.
1: So uh, Broadway is maybe a. It's pretty good determinant of if you're going to see a quality show um, you can at least have high hopes you
2: can have high hopes but uh, you should do your research because it's expensive and I That's think true. it's important to see shows that you don't know anything about I don't want to encourage people like well, you, better, you better save your money and just go see the Disney shows because you know it's going to be good because even then you're not so sure but do a little bit of research go for what speaks to you because there are some people that I'm sure like love the heck out of Dance of the Vampires ultimately was a flop, but it's, it's, you know, don't go blind into shows unless you really want to do a gamble.
1: Okay. So then this leads us to the next question, um, which was going to be, that was supposed to be a lead in, an easy softball lead into a question. This is how There's I know easy. about nothing easy. <laughs> nothing easy about theater. <laughs> this is what mind. I'm learning. Yeah. So, um, would you say the same thing about regional and amateur local community theater? Like if someone wants to go to a theater performance, but they can't go to New York, they don't want to spend the money to go to New York and go see Broadway, whatever. Um, How do we know if, like how do they know that their money's going to be at least, you know, as well spent as they can make it? Does that make sense? How do you know what's good locally?
2: Number one is research, which we all can do now because of the internets.
1: Thank you, Al Gore.
2: Thank you, Al Gore. And number two is getting involved in those local community theaters and regional theaters. So um, addressing point number one, you can do your research, obviously, by looking up whatever show you might be interested in. Uh, I would highly recommend, if you want to see something big and splashy and you live close to a big city, is going and seeing those national tours. The flops on Broadway tend not to go on tour. So there's there's that, researching the shows. Same thing with your regional theaters. Uh, you know, you're gonna have reviews, you're gonna have descriptions. One of my pet peeves is when people go to see a show and then they come out going, oh, I'm so offended by the content of that show. If there's a show that's possibly offensive, chances are probably 99.9%. If you research the show before you go, they will let you know. You will be able to see something written about how, oh, this show is for mature audiences or tackles difficult subject matter. Don't be caught off guard if you are sensitive type and then write an angry letter.
1: Right. And you said the second way that you can know that you're going to see something good local is by getting involved. Get involved.
2: Buy season tickets to a theater. Not every show is going to be 100% great, but you're going to develop a taste level. You're going to develop opinions. You're going to share them with your theater owners and, and the people in charge. And you're going to help that theater mold and grow and, and, and make wise choices to serve their audiences so if you go to a theater and you like what they have to show and they have a season they have season tickets i would highly recommend getting involved and and committing yourself to a theater that helps them do better shows and your opinion really does matter to them and you can help them uh you know make their shows uh better and more enjoyable
1: yeah and I bet that if you're like good with your hands, you could probably, uh, they would love to have you help out on the crew. Right? Everybody loves help volunteers. Building scenes, stitching costumes, yeah. whatever. Yeah,
2: especially in the community theater level. Like yeah. They'll take you know all the help that they can get, most likely.
1: Erin, thank you so much for joining us. It cleared up a lot. Um, I'm going to run back and finish this up with Ryan. But uh, stick around, hang out, relax, take a nap. I don't know. Will you, uh, if we ever talk about theater again, would you mind swinging by and being our resident expert?
2: Will you serve me alcohol?
1: Uh yes. Okay good yes. What have you been drinking? Is this? Did I not give you alcohol? <gasps> I've been drinking yours. Beef. <laughs> <Chacuz>. <laughs> this week's episode of Adult Harder is brought to you by. I guess us. I guess it's Adult Harder. We're the sponsors. Hey! Hey, hey, Ryan. Yeah? Do you ever listen to Adult Harder? Sometimes. Did you listen to that episode about ghosts? Yeah! Did you learn anything? There were ghosts on that show and I got real scared. You sure did. You know what else you learned? Mm. Everything is ghosts. I still don't know what that means. Ryan. Yeah? Everything is ghosts. Oh, right! Now I get it. Yeah, and now you can show the world that everything is ghosts because we have some fun new merch in the shop. I love merchandise. And everything is ghosts. We have an Everything is Ghosts t-shirt, and I don't want you to get too excited, but we also have an Everything is Ghosts mug. Wow.
0: So would you say then that the mug and the t-shirt are also ghosts? I would say
1: those two things are ghosts, and I would say that also everything else, a ghost.
0: Wow. Yeah. I'm going to pick some of those up today, and so should you.
1: MediaEmpireMedia.com backslash shop. Ryan, can I tell you something? um yes i feel much better about things now
0: you know what i i feel like everything that i all the questions that i had mm-hmm. answered
1: now I've you were not that. doing a very good job oh <laughs> but, no but you know what oh no she made it happen so. she well she's a professional yeah so that's fair that's i just fair. run this podcast yeah <laughs>
0: uh what a, what a, what a time though what an interview
1: yeah pretty great not a bad way to spend a few minutes of my life correct right. so go find theater because again it's gonna educate you even though that sounds lame and boring it's important and um you're gonna hopefully enjoy it and also we we didn't talk about this earlier here's the best reason to go see theater you ready for this mm-hmm. to impress people yeah to say hey you know what i did yeah went to see some theater yep Yep, people love that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what'd you do this weekend?
0: Oh, uh, you know, I uh, saw this uh, play at the theater. Theater. Oh my god, yeah. you are so impressive. And here's the other thing, you know, and I don't want to, you know, go down this road, but I'm going to. Fuck, here I we can. go. All right. here it is. Let me strap in. Also, oftentimes, at the theater, mm-hmm. drinks. <gasps> you know what? Sometimes. Hey, you, you know, know what? what? Maybe you're maybe maybe you're new to theater. Maybe you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe sure. you're not quite ready for that level of culture. Okay. Pound a couple drinks, sure. Hang out in the lobby for a few. Yeah, enjoy. Get in there. You know what? I got the feeling. I get the feeling you're gonna Please
1: yeah, Don't be inappropriate. People yeah, on you, stage you are, are doing a very adult. hard job. Yes. Don't. Also, and when I say, and when I say <laughs> have a
0: few drinks, I don't mean. Get, I don't mean seventeen. Don't get plastered to where you start yelling at the actors. I mean, for God's sakes, we're all adults. Oh God, here. what have we done here, Ryan? <laughs> we're adults here, right? i We're just. You want to be comfortable in your element right and and that's all that it is you don't you don't want to you don't want to be over the top (laughs)
1: This took a real turn well so go see go see some theater which begs the question how do we go see theater because sometimes we're like oh i could get a subscription and then you look at the price of subscriptions for theaters (laughs) and you're like ha i don't have four (laughs) hundred dollars idiots right um that's okay you can get single tickets (sighs) Yeah. go see one show go see yeah. one show go see one show pay a single ticket and you know depending on the size of the theater it could be five dollar ticket could be a hundred dollar ticket whatever you're <coughs> comfortable with and whatever your quality range is buy a single ticket buy two single tickets bring a friend yeah bring a date Ooh. hello, Ooh, hello oh my God. ladies you know what's great gentlemen when someone takes you on a date to a really fancy impressive cultural place yeah definitely yeah oh yeah yeah uh, we
0: should point out though too uh, in case um anyone again is not familiar with the term subscription mm-hmm. uh what that means right so a subscription sure. is uh essentially you get a ticket or multiple tickets depending on how many you decide to buy to every performance or the majority of the performances uh sort of within that year sure right? or yeah that season yeah uh, which
1: in the theater seasons usually go from fall through spring right sometimes in summer but typically early fall through late spring
0: right and obviously typically you know the way it works is the more you buy the the more you save right there's usually a little bit of a discount on on the ticket price if you buy you know a lot of uh uh, tickets throughout the course of the the season so you go to every count or every performance rather every theater performance um you get uh, a, a decent discount um but not everybody has the money for that and that's why we said Single tickets, yeah, and single tickets
1: are great too. And I, you know, I've worked for theaters before. Mm. I worked for, for I spent some time working in marketing for the Goodman Theater here in Chicago. I've heard of that theater, Tony Award-winning regional theater, quite famous, quite famous. Mm. I worked there for a little while, and uh, of course, we loved subscribers. We love people to subscribe because that's more money, and that helps us with uh, our mission. But single ticket buyers amazing like that's that was my job audience development coordinator was yeah. to find single ticket buyers and maybe you'll come and you'll test it out and if you like the show maybe eventually you'll buy a subscription but if not that's okay you came to one show and that's really wonderful so yeah. go see a show somewhere
0: and a lot of organizations again depending on on the size depending on what they offer you know hey do you have like nine friends make it a whole night out and sometimes Ooh, you get yeah. a little discount for coming in with ten people right yeah, they have like group sales 10 people yeah. is about the
1: usual benchmark for group yeah. sales you get a yeah. discount you get all a discount. your friends go yeah. and I'll tell you this too so you're thinking I you know sometimes even if we have the money for a subscription it's hard to commit to a subscription right because a lot of times it's like oh I'm gonna go to every show on a Wednesday at seven like yeah. I don't know if I can go every Wednesday right, right? things happen things come up you can't always do it and traditionally that's something that's keep that's kept people away from subscriptions um that you know they don't necessarily know their schedules six months in advance but uh theaters have caught on to that and a lot of theater companies right now are doing what we would call flex passes yeah um for example steppenwolf theater another great theater company here in chicago started by john malkovich and gary sinise Joan Allen is a member of their ensemble. Uh, Lori Metcalf, you know hey. Aunt Becky from. Uh, I know Roseanne. some of those names. Yeah, yeah, and and so many more. They're, uh, amazing, amazing um, group of talent. Um, they are doing a flex pass, and I just bought my first Stepmo Flex pass really? for this coming season. Yeah, Great. and so here's what happened. So I bought this flex pass. It's a card. It's called the Black Card Flex Pass. They sent me an actual black card. You mail how fancy yeah. they sent me an analog card Whew. it feels amazing yeah yeah like yeah. a real like tangible thing it's yeah. not just digital they sent me something in the like right. in the post in the mail in the postage mail so it your actual mail course. really mm-hmm. wow pony express came right up to my room and they said <laughs> <laughs> take this mail and i did uh, so i have this little i have this card it says step on it and this card is good for six shows this season yeah and it's called a flex pass because it's flexible because here's what i learned ready right? this six show pass at steppenwolf i could use i could buy one ticket for each of six shows i could buy two tickets for three shows two and two and two that's six i could buy i could blow it all and say six tickets for one show yeah it doesn't have to be a certain day doesn't have to be a certain time it's amazing it's yeah. very flexible so i gave them some money and they said since you're buying this subscription package this card you get a discount, so I'm saving money off people who are just buying single tickets for six shows. And now I can go see uh, – I get six tickets to any of the shows uh, this season. Nothing wrong with that. That's no. fantastic. And if I don't – if for some reason I don't use them all up, guess what? Hmm. They'll uh, let me carry them in the next season if I refill the card. And
0: a, what a lot of organizations will do as well – I don't know if this is necessarily one of them, but uh, what a lot of them will do is if for some reason you are unable to then – um, uh, go to all those shows and maybe I mean they're nice enough to carry it over, but if, mm-hmm. if they if an organization is not able to do that, sure. um, sometimes they will allow you to then transfer that value into a tax deductible donation.
1: Oh, then you which, get money back oh, on your taxes that's you, amazing. government right Yeah, uh, yeah take that government take that IRS. So everybody, if you uh, want to go see a show but you don't want to subscribe, you know if you've got if you can find an organization that's doing something flexible like this, find two or three or four friends buy a package together you buy it they'll pay you all back yeah it's great assuming you don't have debt. assuming friends. you don't have yeah, yeah sure yeah. uh and then you you could all go see one or two shows together you'll save some money it's great and it really helps the theaters to do this so go see some shows sold
0: sign me up bring some friends give me that flex pass
1: take you know a date saying? yeah mm. you know what mm-hmm. you're getting cultured as fuck whoo yeah All right. Now we're getting to the end of this episode nearly, but there is one really big thing that we should talk about. We talk about the importance of theatering as an adult. And it is this whole idea of like how to discuss theater. Mm. I do think that this is one reason why people kind of shy away from theater is because they don't feel comfortable discussing theater. Sure. And I think this comes from a lot of real assholes who are called theater critics (laughs) and they write things that are just super critical and terrible. And they say this show is terrible because can you believe they dropped that one note into a flat E during the big, and I don't, I I don't fucking know what that means. Most
0: most people don't care. That's the thing. Yeah. No.
1: So do not be intimidated by this, you know, this feeling of this need to discuss theater. And so we're going to give you some tips on how to discuss theater because theater critics Fuck that! Yeah, you know but what? You know what? No, they're paid to be dipshits, right? I mean, that's what's really. I mean, really, here. They I are. mean, that's what they're paid. They're paid to, do. to be super critical, yeah. and yeah, we're not into that. When you're talking about theater, ready for this? Mm. Strap in, mm. put your belt on, because otherwise your pants are going to blow click. right off your feet. That's my I was strapping in. You have a you have a click belt, and yeah. I like that. And listen <laughs> to this. <laughs> When you talk about theater, when you go to a show and you want to talk about it, guess what? Say what you liked about it or didn't like about it. There's no right or wrong. And theater critics and people who discuss theater and try to sound pretentious as shit when they talk about it, they will make it sound like there's a right way to discuss what happened on the stage.
0: There's not. No.
1: There's not. And if anyone makes you feel like there is, they're the fucking worst. Yeah. And they're phonies. As Holden Caulfield would say in mm. *Catcher in the Rye*, Ew.
0: classic literature throwback. Whoa,
1: they are <coughs> probably terrible. Yeah. Shut up. Are no. well, you okay? You, uh, <laughs> That's you a little, little, little something my throat around. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: no, and this is, uh, and this, this, I think um, it, it, we can talk about this as it relates to every art form, right? People, people Absolutely. are like, oh, this is this is too highbrow for me. This is too, you know, this is above sort of my understanding of of the art form, and and I don't feel comfortable and this and that. Um, first of all, you should just do whatever the hell you want because who cares absolutely uh but two the other thing is you can find organizations that are um kind of trying to break that a little bit right they're they're, they're trying yes. to um uh, uh kind of break down that that stereotype of of this sort of stuffy experience and you have to you have to know everything about it and i mean i mean think about hamilton for god's sake like oh, like sh- if you know obviously some some history there it's probably helpful to go in but you don't necessarily have to go in knowing everything about hamilton uh, in order to enjoy the
1: performance. No, and it's kind of designed that you don't need to know that, right? It's right. a very, it's uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda who wrote it and started, he was the force behind that. He put it together in such a way that you don't have to know anything going into it. All you need to know is that you appreciate rhymes <laughs> right. hip hop right. and that you're not gonna feel you know uncomfortable seeing a bunch of minorities playing white people right which is just a genius kid I was I talk oh. I think about this a lot. Can you imagine sitting in, in the early production meetings for this like pitching it to someone oh, God. And, you, and someone comes up to you and says, All right, I have this idea for a musical about Alexander Hamilton and you think, Okay, tell me more. And he says, Okay, it's gonna be hip hop. Right. And you say <laughs> Uh, 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 okay it doesn't really fit the time period okay (laughs) all right keep going and then he says also it's going to be the whole almost entire cast is going to be people of color right playing these white people you know like that i i would have loved to sit in on that but (sighs) it's designed to be something different and be something that you know even if you know the story of alexander hamilton right just going to this performance flips it on its head right everything you know about it is now different mm. on in the world of this stage performance. Beautiful. So, yeah. it's so great. Um, so, anyway, the point of this is when you discuss theater, just discuss theater. Yeah. Just say what you like. Say what you didn't like. You talk about fucking Game of Thrones and Supernatural all the time. Right? Yeah, you probably have a blog. I about, sure do. Yeah, yeah. This episode was terrible. Can you believe that? Yeah. Daenerys. I don't. Know, I'm going to give a spoiler, and Ka- I feel like I'll get in very much,
0: chaos. Is a ladder.
1: Yep. Sure.
0: Is that, is that right? I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I anyway. <laughs> does, Game stop. of Thrones. Look, you talk about <laughs> things
1: in <laughs> life. Talk about theater, too. What do you yeah. like? What you not like? It's fine. Yeah. But just in case, this is a little extra bonus, just in case you want to be able to discuss theater. Yeah. You can. Uh, we're going to give you a few uh, a few little insider trivia facts mm. you could casually drop into conversation I anytime like someone brings it up. I like it. What do you think?
0: You're going to sound so smart.
1: You're going to sound so smart. Or like a dick. I don't know. But we're going to find out. Sometimes dicks sound smart. Yeah. Yeah. Here's number one. Ready for this? Yes. Okay. So in most theaters, you'll go in, you'll look at the rows, and you'll be looking at the rows are A, B, C, D, E, F, G, etc. Mm-hmm. The alphabet. Yes. You might notice there's no I in most theaters. There's no uh, I row. I have noticed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know why that is? No. Because they didn't want people to think they were going to maybe be sitting in row one. I's look like ones. Interesting.
0: Well. Correct. Well, that's Is that true? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if you put the, the little lines on the oh, top.
1: Roman the little,
0: numeral. Yeah. Well, that's.
1: You, look, man. How, how do you make hey, a capital? Hey, I? hey, look, man. <laughs> Don't judge me. I'm telling you the truth. I think you made that one up. Nope. Listen, <laughs> All right. shut All right. up. Move <laughs> for this. Yes. You heard of the Tony Awards, Ryan? Yes. Who are they named for? Tony Danza. Correct. Wait, no. Sorry, oh, no. Damn Not... it. What I was think? really thinking I was I was going to make this. They were actually named for uh, someone named Antoinette Perry. Antoinette Perry. You might notice that's a female name. I was going to say. I think that may be a lady. The Tony Awards are not named for a man named Tony. They're named for a female named Antoinette. And she was a chairman of the board and the secretary of the American Theater Wing during uh, World War II. So not only are they named for not a man, they're named for a woman who was alive, you know, quite a while ago before um, a lot of like women's suffrage movements were really... Uh, taken hold in a big way yeah you know what I'm saying wow which is v- I find very impressive and very honest with amazing. You?
0: also did not know that yeah. that is that's actually very very
1: interesting yeah wow there you go nice how about you want something else I got more yes okay listen to this one you ever seen the musical wicked Ryan uh I have not but
0: I am familiar oh. with uh I'm f- Love that I'm shit. familiar with it
1: music by Stephen Schwartz yeah so good. So good. Uh, so it's a great show. Yeah, you check it out sometime. It's yeah. probably touring near our listeners somewhere at so this it's point. Yeah, constantly touring, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, and it's for good reason. It's so good. So it's based on a book called Wicked, mm-hmm. and uh, the character in both the book, uh, the main character in both the book and the theatrical production is named Elphaba. Yes. And I and I, I learned this very recently. Hmm. Uh, I was always I thought thought that was an interesting name. I wondered where that came from. I have wondered that since you said it. For at least several seconds. Yes, it's. And cool. you know what? I finally decided to look it up. Yeah. Turns out, yeah. Elphaba. Yeah. That's a character named after the original author of *The Wizard of Oz*, L. Frank Baum. Elphaba. Really? Yeah. That I did not know. Either. I didn't know that either. Wow. Now that's technically a literary trivia sure. question. Sure. But you know what? But in fairness, you Paris. know what? Most people you know probably mm-hmm. don't know this was a book first.
0: Not to mention if you're going, I mean, it's fine. You're going to wicked, throw it out there. You know what? I say oh, throw definitely. it out there. You oh, are, definitely. Here's the thing. Yeah.
1: Taking a lady out that night. Oh my God. Getting laid. You know what? Take a guy Shh. out that night. Getting laid. Getting laid. <laughs> yep. Sold. Uh, and the other thing uh, that is interesting to note is that um, there's a lot of superstition that hangs around the theater world. Hmm. And the most famous one probably is uh, you're not supposed to say the word Macbeth in a theater. Is that true? You ever I- heard
0: this? I've, sorry I, my mind immediately went is to it? like break a leg and that sort of thing but okay oh, yeah
1: and those are also <laughs> those are those fall on this umbrella right. of, uh, of, of um, superstitions but big one don't say Macbeth had no idea why is that don't say Macbeth um because there's this idea well there are it's let me let me clarify there are several thoughts on why this might be true one of the biggest ones one of the ones I like is that there's this idea that maybe so have you ever seen Macbeth
0: uh not in
1: its entirety okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you saw you know sleep no sleep Mar. no more. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you've seen witches,
0: and, and I yeah I have seen witches, and and I and I've read some stuff yeah, <laughs> in <yeah>. my day. <laughs> sure. So <laughs> in Macbeth there thanks, are... thanks high school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: there are three witches. Yes. And they cast a spell. Um, one of the uh, in one of the scenes in yes, Macbeth. Yes. And there's this idea that um, when Shakespeare wrote that scene, yes, that the spell that the witches recite may actually be. A real witch's spell really that is a curse absolutely interesting and so when people would perform Macbeth mm. um, for a long time and they would you know of course be saying the word make that Macbeth, 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 Macbeth backstage there were accidents that would happen a lot in theaters you know freak accidents things would fall from the from the ceiling people get electrocuted like people would take weird falls and break legs and mm. um, so the idea, so that's one of the ideas. So for some reason though, this play is cursed. So obviously you can say Macbeth if it's in the script when you're in the theater. Right. But if you are not if like, you're in, if you're working on the play Macbeth and you're not reciting a line, right? you should not say the name Macbeth in a theater. You should say like the Scottish play. And that's why you hear Macbeth referred to a lot as the Scottish play because people don't want to say Macbeth in the theater. I once again, astonishing i had no idea so though look everyone those are some facts you can throw out there sound like you are smart as hell i i've learned a lot today and i gotta tell you i am
0: going to use this yeah because i am going to now go to so many plays and only yeah to throw out these facts
1: people are going to be so impressed
0: and i'm going to say what, and I'm, here's the thing. I'm gonna go. Okay. What you, you didn't know
1: that? Ooh, oh, it's the best. Wow. You know what that is? It's the best. Fucking power move. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait a minute. You didn't know that? Really? Oh. Oh, oh weird. I yeah. thought everyone knew that. Oh, it's gonna be so good. That's gonna be. I'm great I'm gonna be one of those people I hate. It's gonna be yeah. great. Nice. Yeah. Full reversal. Whoo! All right. Well, you know what? Mm. I think that's all we have for this week. It's sold. Okay. See you next week. Um. Okay, great. Let's see you next week on Adult Harder where we teach you how to do things like adults do but better. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Adult Harder is a production of Media Empire Media and our theme song was composed by Steven Luna. We'll see you next week.
0: You know, I got to tell you, one of my favorite shows on media empire media adult harder oh yes also though drinking lessons yeah well there's only two right now
1: so well see and that's why i said one of my favorite shows (laughs) yeah yeah it's a great show drinking lessons Mm -hmm. what's steven luda been up to lately oh man uh the last episode as of right now was the shaken stuff And Steven Luna put together a martini. You ever had a martini, Ryan? Several. What color is a martini? Typically Mm -hmm, mm clear-ish. That's what I thought, too. (laughs) And then Steven Luna made a martini. Guess what color it was? Not clear-ish. Mostly brown with a little red. Oh, boy. It was very wrong. I'm
0: going to have to tune in to find out how the hell he screwed that up.
1: You absolutely should. So listen every week to Drinking Lessons. Go subscribe to it. Download it every week. Steven Luna, who is a 47-year-old, completely new drinker, is trying new cocktails And he's, to be honest, doing a very bad job of it. (laughs) Uh, And it's a lot of fun. And so my friend Jordan Qualabom and I sit down with him every week and teach him about the history of drinks and teach him. We try to teach him how to make the drinks. It doesn't always take. (laughs) Give it a listen. Drinking Lessons from Media Empire Media. I think you're going to like it. Media Empire
0: Media.